1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host, Garrett Morlang.
2: I'm your other host, J.J. Purdom.
1: And we are here to bring you another episode of Super Gamer Boys, your favorite show, uh, bringing you the nerdy news and discussions you want to hear. Um,
2: it's not nerdy anymore. Like, now it's kind of considered the norm. Like, it's actually kind of cool. Sci-fi, I mean, comic books, none of that stuff's nerdy anymore. If you play Dungeons and Dragons, you are full-on nerd.
1: Okay, like, well... That's, I That's don't know like about that. That's like big time geek. You know what I mean? I mean, yes, but not not that nerdy. It's not that bad. D&D, you, D&D is cool. Dude, said no one ever. I mean, it's all over the place on my social media. So obviously uh, it's cool because the, it's, I see all these sponsored ads for it popping up and, you that's know. That's
2: because Google is listening to all your dork speak <laughs>
1: and that's what's going on there. <laughs> all the times I've Googled D&D and I'm yeah. like, I'm looking you for those spells I got some yeah. cheat codes. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I'm, yeah, no cheat codes okay, in D&D.
2: Well, but if there was, I'm sure you'd master that stuff, right?
1: Oh, I'd be on top of that for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you guys haven't actually checked it out speaking of D&D um, we are uh, selling JJ on on the Wait, black what? market for uh, oh. <laughs> no, to okay. come play d- on, the, on the dark web uh, uh, that's
2: uh, really not good <laughs> you could play with JJ on the dark web for, for a measly <laughs> $50 play D&D,
1: play D&D with JJ just go to dark dot patreon dot no just get <laughs> Don't put the dark web part. Yeah,
2: don't. You will, you will get followed. You will by, be on an but, FBI watch Yeah, the watch FBI list.
1: will be following you. Uh, no, Patreon.com slash Super Gamer Boys. You can go over there, and uh, we do have a Patreon tier, $50, and uh, you get uh, JJ all to yourself um, and me. I'll be there too. Oh, yeah. thank
2: God. So I will have a bodyguard or protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that if it was just me going to like random places for 50 bucks, there was going to be some like uh, date rape drugs and stuff like that involved. And like I got really worried right now. I picture like a very heavy set person who lived in a basement and he's like, dude, I'm so excited for you to be here because I heard all about You're talking about our Razor. And I don't know why. It's just very telling. It's very exciting when you talk about this stuff. Why do they all have a lisp like everybody who
1: plays Dungeons and Dragons. Sounds like you're just describing yourself, but
2: I don't have any list, but I speak pretty eloquently.
1: No, well, but you live in a basement. I a just heavy recently set.
2: moved out. We mean a Se- little heavy set. Secretly in the D and D. I'm doing I'm doing a lot of cardio right now, bro. Like I, I sweat when I walk up the stairs to the basement constantly, <laughs> and like you know, I'm not letting you know like. I've been dropping the LBs. So I think be the only good. reason
1: you're like, yeah, you described him that way is because deep down inside you are a D&D nerd. So you're trying to say, no, it's this other, like this other dude that sounds a lot like me, the same type, like, you know, yeah, same voice, same I, everything. I but, think that's
2: like the biggest fear that I have, honestly. Like I'm going to, you want me to tell you a secret? Yeah. That's probably why. No, I was just listening. It's um, no, I know. But <laughs> one of the fears is, is that I know the nerds are all thinking, they're like, If we could just get him to come and play for just a little bit, he will love it. And then I'm worried that like I will come and play Dungeons and Dragons and I will morph into the biggest dweeb of them
1: all. Let's get the hooks in yeah. That's
2: what I'm worried about, man. I can't, I can't (laughs) do it. I, there's a thin line, dude. There's a thin line. No, you can I get. Do it. You can I get it. the ladies are all into this, and they will not be if I start. You know, well, my my wife and my mom are really into this.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so if you guys want to play D and D, force him to uh, do the one thing he absolutely hates in life um, and George, despises: uh, playing D and D with with me and a bunch of nerds. Um, check that out. There's also a lot more affordable and cheaper, more more reasonable things that if you just really love our content and want to throw us a couple bucks and, uh, help us bring you better and cooler and funnier content, then, uh, you can support us at those levels. And there's fun things like, uh, getting shout outs on the show, getting your name in the show notes, uh, also, or the show description. And also, uh, if you support us at the producer level, like our Patreon producer, Matt Liu, uh, you can even pitch us a segment and he has one coming and I, man, I can't wait to bring that to you guys. It'll be a good one. When are you going to bring it to me? Uh, when, when, because I feel like you're kind of,
2: right. you've been really quiet about not sharing. I'm like, Hey, what is producer? Cause I always call him producer Matt Lou. Yeah. I'm like, Hey, what is, I, I, it sounds good like that. Hey, what does producer Matt Lou have in mind for a segment? And you're like, you kind of like ixnay on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a fun surprise. It'll be a little homework, but you got this. You can you can do this. Okay, you can All right. you can do it. You can just just hold out. Just I wait. Lord. I want to I want to keep you in the dark as long as possible. So then you can't nix it. I feel like you'll just like shut it down. Which maybe I shouldn't have told you that. Yeah, much, now but. I'm kind of a little <laughs> nervous, bro.
2: Like I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little little scared.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also another level, our sponsor level. Uh, we actually have a Patreon sponsor this week, uh, Bill Bird. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. Um, sorry uh, we didn't get you your banner ad on our website. Yeah, uh, there
2: might have been a little miscommunication where <laughs> Bill Bill, kind of he kind of told me, like, hey, I, where's the banner? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he said, well, I understood it that when I became a sponsor of the show that my name was going to be in lights and uh, I was going to have, like, a, a big banner with my name on it, you know, sponsored by Bill Bird. Um I don't know where he got that. I might have said that as a joke <laughs> on a lunch time. Um, but I, I, you know how I deadpan everything. Yeah, uh, yeah, I
1: know you, just yeah, deadpan so, JJ, <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> never you know, tell when you're joking.
2: <laughs> right? So, uh, yeah, so I'm sorry about the miscommunication. I mean, what, so. what he
1: doesn't realize is his name is up in lights. It's extremely bright in the studio right now because we actually got a big neon sign that says Bill Bird across the wall. You got to see it, um, We'll
2: take a picture if my phone was working.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a little little bright, kind of blinding. I can hardly see JJ over the shine, but um, it... Uh, it is here. Uh, just trust us. Take our word for it, Bill.
2: Definitely. You know we're good at our word. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're also are... really good at math.
1: Really good. <laughs> really great. Um, cool. Well, let's get down to the news this week. We have a packed show, um, so we're going to jump into our favorite segment.
2: But before you talk about the news, like you didn't even... What? Ask me how my week was. Like, you don't care anymore? Like, I feel like this is the only time we ever get a chance to talk. Like, hey, how's your week? You done anything crazy? Anything crazy happen to you? How are you? This, oh, okay. The big breath. No, let's just go ahead and get into the news, Garrett. How, let's uh, just move it along. How was your week, JJ? How was my week, you how say? How your week? No, I don't want to talk about it now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you, you want sure? You want to kind of hear it now? I
1: what mean, it? I had some crazy it's stuff. not like we're on a time schedule or anything <laughs> here, but... <laughs>
2: What happens? Okay, so listen. <laughs> Here's what happened. I w- I went to Walmart and went shopping with my wife and my two youngest children. My youngest is three, and she's late in the potty training. You know, we've gone off and back and forth with potty training and stuff like that. And uh, we ended up going, and I took her to Walmart, and she's sitting on the pot. Um, yelling dad i'm pooping i'm pooping really loud and like i keep <laughs> there's keep men keep coming into the bathroom and i could hear her, them laughing and giggling as she's yelling i'm pooping i'm pooping and it was so so hilarious to me and i cleaned her up and we went about our shopping trip and we're running around the store and uh it's getting to be kind of late we're in there it's like nine thirty at night and we're on this aisle and um <laughs> Please tell me if this has ever happened to you, Garrett, because I don't know if maybe it's just me. <laughs> okay. And I want you to be totally honest because okay. our loving audience is listening right now.
1: Yeah. I we farted, don't lie. We never lie to you guys.
2: I farted so bad that when I smelled it, it made me gag. Jeez. And three elderly ladies literally walked around the corner as I'm sniffing in my own gaseous, noxious oh uh, wind, and when they walked around- one of them looked like she had been punched in the gut. And I was like, huh, <laughs> my daughter, she's potty training right now. I'm sorry. I blamed it on my three-year-old Garrett.
1: You're horrible. I
2: have fallen to, like, new lows, dude, to new lows. Like, I, I did it, and I did it so quickly, like, passing the blame on my child, where I pointed at her, and I was like, she's potty-turning right now. And, like, the <laughs> woman was like, oh, goodness. Like, oh, heavens me. Like, she had never smelled a fart before. Yeah, right. But, like,
1: I loved that I blamed it on the kid. That's
0: horrible. <laughs> Uh, and no,
1: I, I to be completely honest with you, I've never done that. No. I don't You haven't lived, Garrett. You haven't lived. I don't I don't fart though. That's the thing. Why are you winking at I'm me perfect. right? Now?
2: Why why are you winking at me right my now? My
1: body is so perfectly it just, digest food and you never uses, defecate? No. Nothing. No no waste, no nothing. Oh wow. <laughs> it all gets you're, put to use in my in my body.
2: You're amazing, Garrett yeah. Morelang. I yeah. run on methane. Yeah. You wait. You wait to the moment when you get a little older and stuff just, just stops working the way that it's supposed to. And you start blaming <laughs> your children. Yeah, that's where I'm at.
1: Yeah, we'll How are you
2: doing this week?
1: How am I doing? Uh, I'm doing uh, pretty good. Uh, there's a, been a lot happening uh, in the news. And so I say let's get into that. Because that's, to be honest, yeah, how I'm doing this week. I'm stoked for all these things we're going to talk about. So let's get into the nerdy nudes of the week the nerdy nudes all righty guys uh we got some cool stuff for you we're gonna hit a few of these real quick um and then there's a big one big 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 news piece on here that jj and i are both stoked about we've talked about multiple times on the phone uh late into the night um
2: I feel like this is really big and yeah, I do remember, I did get in a lot of trouble for sitting on the phone with you laying in bed while we were giggling and yeah, laughing
1: little, and <laughs> my wife too. I don't know, yeah. She was I'll like, like kind of weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you
2: know, Garrett, he plays D&D. <laughs> um,
1: but uh, this was this first one. Uh, Microsoft's discless Xbox One S reportedly launching May 7th. Um, so again, this is rumor and speculation. We have not had any official announcements from Xbox, but again, f- sources that have previously given us other information on the One S, uh, the digital version, uh, is also coming out with, uh, um, a possible release date and then a mock-up, like a little Photoshop mock-up, uh, box art of like what the box will look like on the store shelves. Um, it basically just looks like a normal Xbox One S box, but it says all digital on it so nothing special <laughs> uh, they, they i guess according to the verge or actually it came originally came from windows central um they got uh i believe they had gotten a document or an actual like photograph of the box but just to protect the identity of the person who took the picture that's the reason they didn't release the original photograph um so they did a little photoshop mock-up they wrote up hey it's going to be launching may 7th which if that's the case i wouldn't be surprised if within the next couple weeks it's officially announced by Xbox. Like, I feel like they have to announce it at least a month before it actually comes out, right? Like, if it's coming out May 7th, by next week, we should be hearing something, right? You would think so.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's got to be, like, right around the corner. Um, It's hard, it's hard to say because it is just a, a rumor right now. But with these little leaks like this, they're usually pretty darn accurate.
1: I mean, with as much detailed information as we're getting with this one, I feel like it's probably pretty accurate. Like, there's way too many, like, little tiny details that like okay like if they didn't say that it would have been like okay like i don't know i'm not so sure but it's like okay they know way too much about what's going on here what it's gonna box is gonna look like it's gonna have a one terabyte hard drive in it um i'm feeling pretty good about this but yeah, this, this we'll is
2: really cool but i gotta i gotta be honest there's a lot of people who love physical games and i know that we're things they are a change and the winds are, are blowing a different way now. But there's a lot of people who like to have physical games and store those games and save those games and have all these games to go to. And, hey, if anything, uh, we lost the World Wide Web. I'm still able to play on my physical games. So it's weird to see all these changes, and they're all coming down at the same time. Everything's moving this direction to – to digital only, yeah. to streaming services and whatnot. So uh, kudos to Xbox jumping on it. They've been doing a lot of, there, there's a lot of news coming out of Xbox right now, Yeah, uh, my, wh- whereas PlayStation stayed pretty quiet as of late.
1: Yeah, Microsoft is pushing pretty hard. They're not only all digital, but the streaming future, like we've talked last week about the X xCloud uh, coming to everything. So not only are they trying to go all digital, they're even trying to like, hey, you won't even have, you won't even have the game saved on a hard drive in your house. It'll just be in the cloud, you know, on our servers, and you'll just be able to access it. So pretty crazy. Um, We will see what becomes of that in the next week, though, Uh, the next couple of weeks, see if they actually release any information.
2: What was the actual date of that? May 7th? May 7th 7th. for
1: the launch. So an announcement you would think would be the next, yeah, week or two. Uh, The next news article is... um, uh, today at two p.m. Pacific time, March twenty-fifth. So, uh, not not today when you listen to this, but today of recording. Uh, PlayStation had their first ever state of play. Um, so originally on the 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 uh, run of show document I had put on there that PlayStation announced that they were going to do the state of play because the announcement came out after we had done the recording. So I was just like, oh, let's announce that it's happening. And then I was like, I looked at the date. I'm like, oh, it's happening the day of recording. So first news article, hey, PlayStation is going to be doing a state of play. And then my third news article, I guess, is, hey, they did it, and here's what they talked about. Um, PlayStation VR was a huge focus. Um, Right off the bat, it starts off with a new Iron Man VR game made by Marvel. Uh, looks pretty sweet. They have a little bit of gameplay, not really. Um, it's all like simulated. It says at the bottom, like not actual game footage, but it's him. You know, you're flying around and you have control of his, you know, repulsor hand missile things or whatever. His, uh, missiles on his shoulders, like all sorts of crazy weapons. You're flying around, shooting stuff out of the sky. Um, the neck, very next thing, uh, trying to think i don't have an order actual order of the show but the next thing in this article i'm reading uh cnet's article uh by jason parker um another vr thing i talked about was no man's sky beyond is coming with a vr mode which is pretty sweet uh long awaited british crime uh title blood and truth got a firm release date of may 28th Uh, so that's the one based off of the london heist demo That they had back on the PlayStation Worlds kind of demo disc that they had there for when PlayStation VR first came out.
2: And Blood and Truth looks really cool. It looks
1: really good, yeah. It's like straight up just like an action movie, but you are like jumping through windows and jumping on the planes and jumping out of cars and there's a whole lot of jumping going on. Yeah, it's on.
2: literally like um, a British dude who's like, you know, running around and you're, you're him. We were fighting with other people and it's just cool. You're jumping yeah. out a window at one point. The window like busts open as you are going through it. All you see is your hands. Everything is, is that VR, like you're in it, man. It's, yeah. all, it, it looks it's really just like great. an
1: action movie, British kind of like... I don't know, some sort of like James Bondish. James Bondish, like yeah. weird like underground uh this gangs or something going on and this looks pretty sweet. Um some other VR titles come in out this year, Mini Mech, Jupiter and Mars, Trover Saves the Universe, Everybody's Golf VR, Table of Tales, and Vacation Simulator. Um,
2: there seemed to be quite a bit of like independent ones that were like smaller indie. Yeah, that's versions. that's what
1: that list that I just read. were all the smaller indie kind of not necessarily indie, but just they gave like quick little like 10 second trailers for each of those. Like, hey, check this out for 15 seconds. And they all everything looked super fun, super cool. Uh deeper dive was also given to observation, a sci-fi thriller. That one looked really scary. Um, I actually did not realize that was VR. It didn't say that on the actual because we watch the State of Play on YouTube, which all you guys can find that is go to PlayStation's YouTube page. Um, but according to this article on CNET, uh, that is a VR game. Uh, and one
2: of the things in that in that trailer says that you're not the player, you're the station. Right. You're not so in you're the almost, station, you are the station.
1: You're almost experiencing it through security cam footage and computer screens and stuff like that, kind of seeing what's going on uh, on this observation deck of like a... Space Station.
2: My books, at this point in time with those games coming out and stuff, you're probably kind of feeling crappy about the fact that you sold your VR setup.
1: Yeah. It's it, well, right after I sold it, like Beat Saber came out. <laughs> and uh, what was the other one? There's like the one that's basically Rainbow Six Siege, but in VR. Uh, I forget what it's called, but there's all these awesome games that have come out, Tetris Effect. And now with this. Um, state of play like they announced so many cool games I'm like dang it why did I get rid of the <laughs> VR I'm just hoping you know, down the road when I have a bigger place and it has more space I can have a garage or a gaming space or something where I can just have it set up like maybe I'll buy one again they're only getting cheaper like I know Black Friday they're down to like 150 bucks or something 150 200 bucks for like big bundles with a bunch of games and stuff so they're getting cheaper Um, but maybe down the road I'll get one super cheap again and But I just have to have the space. I don't have space in my current apartment. Um, Let's see. Five Nights at Freddy's is getting a VR game, Um, Concrete Genie. Uh, They had a trailer on that, and they also announced that it will have a VR mode as well. Uh, So VR was the big kicker for this whole shebang. They talked about VR a ton. Um, They also had a little Crash Team Racing trailer in there. Um, which is just kind of random between all the VR stuff. They're like, hey, also if you pre-order the Crash Team Racing remaster, it's coming out uh, this summer. Uh, you get access to, um, like where you can like almost like flip a switch and it goes from looking like the remaster version to oh, if you, it'll, now you can look now it can look like the original PS One version. It's like okay, that's cool, I guess. Yeah, how many people are
2: ready to take? Take you up on that though. I don't I don't think it's gonna get a I, whole lot of people. Maybe it. once
1: in a while for just nostalgic, you know, sure. just like, oh, I remember this back, you know, back in the when day. When I was and, a
2: small wee child when I was first born, like you, Garrett, right? Yeah.
1: I was a All small, right. small wee little when little I we, lad.
2: When I was in high school smoking two packs a day at that point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um they also we also got a firm release date on Days Gone. So April twenty sixth is for sure when Days Gone comes out and there's a sweet trailer. And they gave way
2: more footage than they ever had yeah. before. I, it to this, looks amazing. According
1: to this article, it was actually its first story trailer. So, yeah, there was a lot of story. We got a lot more about characters, what's going on in the world, which is awesome. So, definitely look up that trailer. Days Gone is looking sweet. Um, we, we've we even talked about we're going to try, see if we can't, uh, with you guys' Patreon support, um, pre-order the game, at least put some money towards it, and that way we can try to get you a review within the first few days of that that coming out. That would be yeah. pretty cool if we can do that.
2: And then the game will go to my house since Garrett is a fake gamer and he never finishes anything. So, it'll go to my house. I'll play it for seven to eight months and then you can
1: play it. Yeah, I don't know about that.
2: Huh. <laughs> no? Or, or we could Twitch stream Oh no! You always have other people that you don't even really know. Okay, go on a that year. happened
1: like once. <laughs> no, it happened didn't. once. I don't, know.
2: I don't know. why I like messing with you about it. It just—it just, it just yeah. feels
1: so dirty. It does happen once, you know. You. It'll never you, happen again, you right? You weren't online. Derek and Sterling were there. We were pl- already playing in a game. It's like, oh, I can just hit one button hit and we're button. streaming. Yeah, just I hit one button.
2: I've heard it before. It still doesn't make it hurt any less.
1: Yeah. Well, suck it up, cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then the last, the very last thing we see is Mortal Kombat gets some, uh, it was a trailer just showing, a, I, I haven't really been keeping up too much for Mortal Kombat 11. I don't know if it showed new fighters or not. Um, I think it showed maybe two or three new fighters. It also showed a lot of, uh, I guess like skins for the, for the new characters as well. Um, like it showed a lot of the fighters but they're fighting themselves, but they look different. Like, And it, as it even says here, the name of the trailer is Old School versus New School. So it's like the new updated versions and then like skins that are like based off of old versions of them, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, it looks
2: like there's actually a little bit of a story just according to the trailer. I mean, that might not be accurate to the actual game. No,
1: Mortal Kombat uh, generally has a story. Like they all have story modes, like as you, you can play through as all the characters and get different aspects of the story. Um, it's just not very good. I've never heard it was a good story. I've never heard that it was like makes sense. Like I heard it's convoluted as heck. You're but gonna get some hate tweets. I I guarantee you, there's not one person not out one there person. who will be like, it makes perfect sense. And here's like, and I mean, if <laughs> if you know the story of Mortal Kombat from one through eleven you send me a a direct message on a dm on twitter, facebook, instagram, wherever you want and uh we'll lay it all out and i will we will talk about it next week. Or at least at least bring it up that i got that tweet because i, you I guarantee mean, I really you hope
2: nobody brings it up i guarantee
1: I you there's no there's no story I, never th- want to talk I guarantee about you there's yet. nothing that makes sense about it. Yeah. So yeah, so that was a state of play. A lot of people were wondering when it got announced after our recording last week. What is this going to look like? Was it going to be like uh, Xbox's Inside Xbox podcast, which is just like Major Nelson, usually a guest like sitting on a couch talking in front of a camera? Or is it going to be more like Nintendo's Nintendo Directs uh, where they literally it's all produced and it's just like boom, boom, boom. Let's get the information to you and then we bail out. Um, It was a lot more like a Nintendo Direct. I really like that. I like that they didn't waste our time with just... Some random interviews and talking and goofing around and stuff. like, just tell me what you want to tell me. Update me on the games I want to know about and then get out. That's exactly what it was. I think it was about 20 minutes long. Maybe maybe just shy 20 minutes. It was somewhere around there. Um, We're
2: definitely different in every way because I, maybe because I'm older, I would much rather prefer sitting and watching the guy on the couch discussing and talking about stuff than just watching some trailers.
1: Does that make me weird? I mean- it's not that I don't want that. I just don't want that. So the idea with the state of play is it's going to be similar to the Direct where they we get it every, like, probably, I imagine every couple months, every month or two, we'll get that. If so, if every... Like, so what, if that's the case, I would rather just have this, where, if like, I'm fine with, like, at E3, they do that. Like, that's the type of thing they do at E3 or PSX where they sit down and have a whole panel and they do interviews and chit-chat and stuff. Like, it's not that I don't like it, it's just... As far as my game updates, like I just wanted to see the story trailer for Days Gone. Like, just give me the information. But, and when yeah, I asked you,
2: when I asked you, does, does that make me look weird? What I was looking for was that is not what makes you
1: weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but no, state of play. I'm excited for more of those. Um, they haven't announced the next one, but if it's similar to. Like what Nintendo does, usually they don't announce that they're doing it until like the week before it happens. So usually, Or sometimes like a couple days. There's been times where Nintendo's like, hey, uh, in three days we're having a Nintendo Direct. Uh, stay tuned and they won't tell you anything. And then, you know, that's when we got like last month, we got like the big Pokemon one. Uh, and then like a week later, like, hey, actually we're going to do a second one, which that usually doesn't happen either. Usually they just do one every couple months. Nintendo does this like a little bit later, like, hey, we're going to do another one. So.
2: This week was so big for video game news. I mean this was so video game news heavy this week. Do you find it at all funny that Xbox and PlayStation, well, Xbox thing didn't actually come directly from Xbox. There was theirs was more of a leak. But their information about the digital only, as well as this uh, state of play thing from PlayStation, they come right on the heels of somebody else jumping into the market, and then all of a sudden, it's just weird to me that they're like, hey, don't forget about us. Hey, what about me?
1: Yeah, well, it's definitely interesting that all this is kind of happening, like the timing that it has. Um, I guess you're wanting to get into the next news story there. I had a There's couple, another news story? I had a couple more news stories, but I guess you're just jumping the gun here. So. I didn't,
2: guns? What?
1: Well, just real quick, before we get to this one that JJ's alluding to, I wanted to hit on, uh, Avengers Endgame was, uh, is reportedly going to be over three hours long. This is according to AMC Theater's, uh, website. It was accidentally, may have been accidentally, um, leaked on their website, uh, where on the page on AMC where you can, you can't pre-order tickets yet, I don't think, uh, but you know, eventually you will be able to. It says runtime three hours two minutes, April 26, twenty nineteen. Da da da. That's crazy. Like I, I'm totally down. It's I'm totally down to watch that. I told JJ before the show I'm down to watch like four or five hours of Endgame. But <laughs> Dude, I also like maybe burnout. Trust me. But I also like I do realize that it's insane. Like three hours to sit there and watch a that long of a movie. But I'm also totally down. Um, and then another quick one. Uh. Wall Street Journal is reporting that apparently Nintendo is working on two new versions of the N- Nintendo Switch. Um, that's kind of cool. We talked about rumors of that like last fall, that they're going to have a cheaper model that's geared towards, uh, you know, just more compact, easier to travel with maybe for kids, cheaper model of that, um, and then a more powerful model would be more like a pro model, similar to like the PlayStation 4 Pro, it'll probably have upgraded graphics. Yada, yada, maybe a bigger screen, something like that.
2: I'm curious about this cheaper model we're talking about.
1: Yeah, so Wall Street Journal says a cheaper model will emit the vibration feature, suggesting that it won't have detachable Joy-Cons. So basically, like right now on the Switch, yeah, this Joy-Cons, the controllers come off the side. The idea is like basically it'll just be like a big Game Boy, I guess like a sideways Game Boy. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. So, no. no. I mean, I if it know. plays all the Switch games, that's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that.
2: No, and if we lowered it down to like 200 bucks or something like that, I mean, that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. You know how many those sell like that?
1: Oh, so many. Guaranteed. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. I was excited because that's just like a... A rumor that we talked about a while back and here it is coming into fruition
2: we spoke it into existence that's what we do here on the super gamer boys we just say stuff and
1: i was i was going through old episodes actually from last fall a little bit Mm -hmm. and uh i heard us talk about rumors about this all digital xbox one back then too
2: is that why all of our downloads have gone up and up and up because you're going back and listening to old stuff? No, no,
1: I see. Unlike you, that you try, you, you re-download our episodes and, I you know, falsify <laughs> our numbers all the what? time. I go through there, and I'm like, oh, we got so many downloads. And JJ's like, oh, yeah, that was just nightmare.
2: no, dude, that's not true.
1: <laughs> but uh, no, I have all the original files. So I listen straight from the computer, straight from the source. Mm. I don't like, you know, doctor our numbers at <laughs> Falsely, all. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm not above <laughs> commenting on our own pages. Yeah. And, uh, you've done that.
1: <laughs> Uh, And the last quick thing, Apple had their big uh, uh, conference today, um, and uh, I wasn't too impressed by what they announced. Um, The only thing I wanted to bring up that really means anything to us, I guess, is Apple Arcade was announced. It's going to be their streaming service. Basically, right hot on the heels of Xbox and our spoiler alert our next article mm. is going to be about Google Stadia uh Apple's like hey me too <laughs> uh, we we do this too
2: yeah hey, uh, yeah they're like hey oh uh, um, uh, don't forget us
1: so they did not disclose how much the subscription fee will be but basically you can play your iPhone games on your TV now so that's awesome
2: <laughs> there, nobody's gonna do that
1: I don't know they I'm sure they I, – I would I would hope they have plans to get first-party studios and have exclusives and stuff similar to, like, what everyone else does, like Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo, but we'll see what that turns into.
2: There are some great games that are on, on our phones and stuff like that. They're fun little games, but nothing that you're going to want to go home and put on your television and play.
1: Yeah. Um, and then they also announced Apple TV+, Plus, which is a uh, – uh, going to be, it's essentially Netflix, but by Apple, uh, you know, it's, they're trying to replace Netflix, replace Hulu. They're trying to fight with those media giants right now. Um, and they had, they, they had directors and actors and actresses come up on stage to announce kind of what's going on. So that Oprah up there, Reese Witherspoon, Steven Spielberg, Jason Momoa, Steve Carell, uh, Elfri Woodard, Sesame Street's Big Bird, uh, Kamal Nanjani. All these people got up there and basically announced that they're all working on TV shows or movies for the streaming service.
2: Wait, drop the mic. They have
1: Big Bird there? They have Big Bird there, yeah. Okay. Work it in Sesame Street on Apple TV+.
2: Okay, maybe we need to uh, rethink the, the
1: <laughs> Apple hate we're throwing out there. So, they, again, they didn't really announce... Pricing, as far as I can tell, but they're just like, hey, this is coming. We're trying to knock out Netflix. So doesn't it seem?
2: Oh, oh, so they're they're throwing the gauntlet down. They didn't
1: say that, but that's, that's if, they're out, if they're coming out with a TV and movie streaming service, that's their competition. Obviously, yeah. they're coming for Netflix's throat. <laughs> I, I would say
2: that they'd be silly to not come right in and try to go at the nine ninety nine rate, which seems to be kind of the standard streaming
1: services right now somewhere in the 8 to
2: to 10 dollars if they came in
1: I'm paying like 15 or 16 for Netflix
2: how many screens are you using man
1: no so uh, I well we have the because we have, have the 4k TV we're paying for the 4k plan
2: oh you're, so, I got
1: that sweet, sweet you're, TV. You're
2: hoity toity. I got a CRT. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff is, and it's kind of hard to watch. And I do have a dial and I do send my son over old school 70s and 80s style. Hey, change the channel. Yeah. I don't have a <laughs> remote.
1: Give it a couple of smacks. It starts I, getting fuzzy.
2: I lost the remote. In fact, I have a <laughs> another smaller television on top of the CRT for the volume because the volume's broken. But the but the screen looks yeah, great. Looks so. great.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2 never looked better. <laughs> You'd
2: be surprised.
1: <laughs> Um, it really does look like the Old West. It's crazy. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, so that's it for our kind of smaller new things. We want to fly through that. Um, now for the big one, and this will probably take up a majority of the show, but mostly because this is a big deal. So we have not seen a new uh, kind of contender in the gaming sphere since Microsoft came in um, with the Xbox back in... ninety nine the playstation 2 era uh it was it 98 99 no 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 let's see this is one i'm actually going to search for normally i just type on my keyboard to make you think i'm searching for things
2: <laughs> right.
1: But uh this is for real um, I,
2: I could be wrong but i'm never no wrong. i'm actually i was gonna i was gonna
1: <laughs> say the date and then i was i did not look it up uh xbox console came out november 15th 2001 um so
2: that's basically 99. Basically, so yeah.
1: yeah. Uh well I knew it wasn't 99 because I knew it was a little bit into the PS2, like PS2 had already been out for a couple of years.
2: I just remember that the rock was there with Bill Gates and like showing it.
1: I don't remember that.
2: Look that stuff up. Okay.
1: Yeah. I don't remember I, I can't tell if you're being if you're joking. No, or serious. The reason I don't remember that is because so the big thing back when Xbox was coming in, people were just like, Microsoft making a console? It'll never work. So a lot of people just totally like disregarded everything. It's like, whatever, garbage. Like yeah. Stick to your PCs, losers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, Xbox came in and uh, they had a killer console with the Xbox uh, and then 360, they mopped the floor with PS3. Um, the original f-
2: Xbox controller sucked. That was the one thing that they all
1: laughed it was about. Fantastic! No, it was horrible. It was so uncomfortable, but so good. Uh, and then Xbox One—they've kind of struggled a little bit, but now there is a new contender, a new uh, person, uh, business—not just a person—a very large no, business th- throwing their hat into the ring here. Th- this
2: is an entity. That owns this everything. Is, this is a
1: world power.
2: They really are. The, the, this this is who you need to be afraid of, not this Russia, is, not any other country. You'd be worried about them.
1: Worried about the Googles. The Googles. Google Stadia streaming platform launch, game, and feature details revealed. So I have a, an article here over at IGN uh, by Jonathan Dornbush and- uh, they really dive in here to the whole thing. So you can go to YouTube and look up the Google Stadia reveal event. It was about an hour long. So this is going to be very kind of truncated and to the point. Um, They announced Google Stadia. Google Stadia is not a console like we kind of originally anticipated. Everyone's like, they're getting into the console thing. They're They're going to have a hardware that you can buy, take home, which looking back now, it's like, why did we think that? Um, because there was I mean when we even talked about it last fall when it happened, what stadia is is just a streaming platform similar to similar to Netflix or Hulu, but instead of streaming movies and TV shows, you're streaming your games and we you sh-
2: could stream that the way that it it's done is it can be streamed from browsers Go- so, Google Chrome browser specifically right, from Google, Chrome Google browsers stuff. and so I mean, You could have apps on your phone was another thing they said. Uh, Potentially doing it on any smart device.
1: So yeah, at this point, they've announced like phones that you have Google Chrome on, uh, your iPad or tablet that has Google Chrome. If you have a Chromecast, that plugs into your TV. A lot of people have that. Instead of an Apple TV or a Roku or something, they'll have a little Chromecast. You can play through that. Basically, anything that has Google on it, you're going to be able to play. And eventually, I think their plans are to have on everything where you can stream on your PC. You can stream games, um, through the internet. So you don't have to, um, buy a big piece of hardware. Um, the rumors right now, they didn't announce this part. These are kind of rumors and speculation, (coughs) but they're saying that, um, you know, they, you know who they are, you Mm. know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they, uh, the Googles. Oh, no, this isn't the Googles. This is the, the rumor mills. Yeah. They're thinking that uh, it will either be a subscription service where you pay monthly for it, or the most likely thing is you'll pay per game, so like probably 50 or 60 bucks a game, um, and then you have access to that game, obviously, on all those devices. Uh, More people are leaning towards that happening than the subscription thing, although I also wouldn't be surprised if down the road if they get a big enough library of games they might try to do something similar to the Xbox Game Pass but yeah so what Stadia is is basically a big well I imagine Google is going to have a big building full of bunch of computers and uh, when you log into that website you get access to that computer so that computer um, in their warehouse is doing all the work so you can have that's why you can play um, well like so what happened last fall? They actually had Project Stream in quotation marks, and it, like that wasn't their official name. Now we know that was Project Stadia. That was technically Project, but they just hadn't named it Stadia yet. You could play the brand-spanking new Assassin's Creed Odyssey on on any you know Chrome browser, right? From your you couldn't do it on your phones at that point, but you could do it from any computer as long as you have a Chrome browser. Pop it open, go to the website, and you can play.
2: And some of them because they're you know related to YouTube, it's going to be set up similar to that. So, it'll be links. So, let's say you're on YouTube and you're watching somebody streaming a game off of Google Stadia. Let's just use the um, Odyssey game, mm-hmm. um, the Assassin's Creed Odyssey game, for instance. What they were showing in the video is literally you're watching – you could click on the link and immediately be playing. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: So, like and, – and because Google owns YouTube, yeah, that's exactly what you were saying. They'll – you say you just watch the trailer for Assassin's Creed Odyssey and you're like, that looks like a really cool game. And you know how at the end of most videos it says, Hey, watch this video. Watch it. Like has all the ads. Well, one of them would be like, Hey, play this game now. And you literally, literally, click on that link. And then within seconds, the next page loads and you're playing that game. Like that's the idea It's like from anywhere. Uh, like, you can pause you it can,
2: and then move over to the same browser in on another, uh, platform. You can be on your smart TV you could go right over to something else like your iPad or whatever and be playing it instantly from where you left off on the other the other page.
1: Yeah, so you can, um, yeah, from anywhere on the Internet, the idea is like you can post links and access it. And then, yeah, from those devices, like, uh, okay, now I'm heading to work, so I'm going to turn off my computer. I'm going to get on the bus and take the bus to work or whatever, or the subway or wherever, you know, I can't do it because I drive to work, but yeah. you can sit there and pop it open on your phone and it literally picks up where you left off on your other device on your phone.
2: See, this was something that I was so excited about. I watched the the hour long presentation a couple of times. I watched it twice. I watched it a third time. By watching kind of funny uh, do their stream mm, and their watch, watching watching their yeah. reaction stream, and uh, the reason I'm so interested in, I think that it's it's opening up doors that have never been opened before. This is amazing, no, and if yeah. it works the way that they're saying that it's going to work, I, I dude, I'm all in. No, I'm this all is in.
1: this is huge. Um, they also announced a Google Stadia controller. Um, so you, with all of these, the idea is that with your computer, with your phone, with your tablet. You can just use whatever controller you want. So, say you have uh, any USB or Bluetooth controller to use for your controller or your computer, you can use that. You can also on your phone if you have a Bluetooth controller or some sort of attachment, you can use that. Um, on the Chromecast, though, you have to use the their controller, and then you can also use their controller on those other devices as well. It's always an option, but they're not. What's cool is like as long as you're not playing on a Chromecast, you have the option to. Technically, there's no barrier to entry other than buying the game,
2: and their their controller is really cool. So it's yeah. great that you can play on any other USB controller and stuff via Bluetooth or whatever. This one is is setting you directly into the servers, and it's done through Wi-Fi. And it's got a couple of really cool features that I think are really, really awesome that that the other ones don't provide. One of them is the Google Assistant button. So there's a button on there that if you get to a point where you need some direction, you can hit the Google Assistant button, and you get helps right then and there.
1: Literally, like just like your Google Home device that you have in your house, that's what it does. It brings it up and says, like, what do you need help with? And you just say, help me get through this level or whatever. And it'll bring up walkthroughs in in the game. Like you're still the game will be up, and it'll be a little picture in picture in the corner. I think is the idea, or like on the side of the screen. It'll give you your walkthrough on uh, how to beat this boss or whatever. Like it's it's insane. Yeah, I don't. I would
2: never have to use that ever. Yeah, just so you, I mean, just
1: throwing that. Out um, there. but yeah, like JJ said too. Like the idea is that instead of this controller connecting to your computer and then connecting or or whatever device and then connecting to the game. Like w- there's. Like where there's possibility for latency or disconnection or something like that, this controller connects directly to Wi-Fi. So it's the idea is that it's connected directly to the game, um, separate from whatever device you're streaming it through. So it's not actually connected to your device in any way. It's connected straight to your Wi-Fi router at your home or your office or wherever you're playing. So it's supposed to be less latency, uh, more like just that more direct signal. And then yeah, it has the Google Assistant feature and then also has a share button on there. So that's another cool thing they were talking about where at any time you can hit the capture button and capture a screenshot or a video and it automatically shares it to, to YouTube for you. So boom, like you can create content just like that for like and make our job a lot easier if we want to build a YouTube page. Like you just hit the capture button you got a video. You can also, and this is kind of a cool feature I think, if you're at a part in the game that's really hard, you're having difficulty with or maybe it's a really cool moment and you wanna share this moment with your friends or family or fans or whatever, you hit share link, and you can share a link on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email, text, whatever, and from any of those devices, computer, phone, your buddy can read that link, click on it, and he can pick up playing from that point in the game, from your save point, and see what you wanted him to see, or experience what you wanted him to experience. So at a moment's notice, like at any second, you could just be like, hey, I just fought this boss. I want you to go fight him. It's pretty cool. Like I saw it was really neat.
2: Man, that's neat.
1: Um, another thing is, yeah, the, the ability to just like shoot that link out there. So say you're a Twitch streamer or YouTube gaming, the idea, well, I don't know how this will work with Twitch, obviously, because Google owns YouTube and YouTube has their own streaming service. So it might not play as very nice with, uh, <laughs> with Twitch, but I know, mm. so say you're streaming on YouTube gaming, and all you have a bunch of people watching and it's a multiplayer game you're like hey who wants to play with me the first 5 people or whatever to click on this link can play with me you shoot the link in the chat they click on it boom and now they're all playing with you they're able to play the game with you in multiplayer they're in your party and then you can go do whatever you want to do in the multiplayer game like so it makes game sharing easy save sharing easy i don't know everything all without ever having to buy a console
2: And they also got
1: a lot of really cool developers that are on board, a
2: lot of game engine people that are on board. So, I mean, they've got some heavy hitters that are jumping on that. Google's got the infrastructure. Yeah. Dude, if anybody can do it, I know that they don't have the video game experience that Xbox and Nintendo and PlayStation do, but they have the infrastructure and the Googles are freaking huge, man. So if anybody can do what they can, and they're already taking over so much and they've got their fingers in so much of the pie. Uh, I'm really excited about this, dude. And I'm trying to trust that we're going to have the ability to have 5G uh, because really we have to have really good internet. That's the only-
1: So not, it's it's actually not that high of a requirement. 25 megabytes per second is not a lot of internet. Like that's-
2: You've never played at my yeah. house, have you?
1: No, I haven't. No, you're right. I haven't been yeah. to your internet house. Well, I haven't been able to so play at my
2: house in a while either because the Fortnite. Yeah,
1: that is something I, I wanted to bring up too. So 25 megabytes per second is pretty standard, I feel like, for internet, at least across the U.S. Um, but I was actually, so over Twitter uh, a couple days ago, I was talking with this. I happened to see this guy's tweet and I was interacting with him. Um, and he was saying that, uh, he had just bought a game and downloaded it. And in his mind, he thought like, Oh, it'll just be a couple hours. It'll download. No big deal. Well, it said like 13 or 14 hours. I'm like, dude, how slow is your internet? Well, this dude is from New Zealand. So he's not in the States. He gets, um, Oh, I don't want to get this wrong now. I, it was only, it was needless to say it was in the kilobytes per second. So it takes 1,024 kilobytes to make a megabyte, right? So he, so I'm getting, they require 25 megabytes per second. At my house, I get about 170, 180 megabytes per second. This guy was only getting like, maybe 200 kilobytes per second. Like, that's insane. That's like dial-up. That's literally like basically dial-up speed. <laughs> <clears throat> and so when I heard that, I'm like, this is interesting because in my mind, I'm just like 25 megabytes per second that they require for Google Stadia. Not everyone has that. Like that's, like that's like the basic internet speed basically when you go, to like, at least in the States, like when you buy internet, well, you at least get like most plans, I think start at like 15 or 20 megabytes per second. So it's pretty close to that r- requirement. Um, I didn't realize that was a thing. And then someone else chimed in like, oh yeah, I live in, I think he said, I thought he said England, somewhere in England. And he only gets like, hundred kilobytes per second as well like he gets nothing i'm like so i wonder how this will look across the world like i know in the states this is like a really cool thing but i never thought about like oh there's places in the world even like highly populated places such as like england like that's not a third world country like england or new zealand all these like bigger places that have slow internet i don't know japan's I,
2: gonna have a great time with this oh
1: man they're gonna <laughs> s- stream in no problem but uh yeah i just thought that was interesting i never thought about that perspective so um yes this is a big thing Get back to what you said this is huge this is a huge game changer they have lots of money to push into it but i'm just curious how successful it'll be if people just don't have the internet um because that'll that'll put a damper on things when people just can't play it so yeah i'm i'm stoked for this i can't wait but i'm also curious uh how far it'll go, and um, something else I heard on another podcast I was listening to is how long will this actually last, like if it starts to wane a little bit, like say it starts to kind of lose a little popularity, people have issues with the internet connection, are they going to drop this as quickly as they dropped Google Glass, Google Plus? google like i don't know there's like 100 services out there that google is so quick to jump on and then within a year or two they're just like oh never mind we're just going to give up on that and they just kind of sweep it under the rug and pretend like it never happened like could this turn into another one of those where they're super gung-ho and then within a year they're just like it didn't get do as good as we wanted it to it might have done great but not as good as they wanted and so they're just gonna get rid of it and then all those games that you paid for are just gone and disappear and
2: I don't think that that'll happen. I think they might lose interest, possibly. I mean, there's no telling, but there's going to be a lot of money going. There that you go into it with the, with the thought that yeah, they could lose interest. You're taking a chance. You're taking a gamble on a new entity. There's going to be people who are going to be early adopters who jump all over it, and you're taking a chance. You know, it's probably if if it is a streaming service, um, I don't see them starting it as a as a streaming service without a real library in the beginning. So, I mean, you have to have a library like Xbox Game Pass does. So they'll they'll need to start getting really serious about announcing some games because they're talking about this thing coming out in 2019.
1: Yeah, coming out this year. But that doesn't change the fact that they could still just shut it down at a moment's notice. Like they've done that with so many of their services, like big services that millions of people use, and they're just like, eh, didn't do as good as we want, so we're just going to shut it down. Like, that's crazy. So I'm just going to hope that they don't. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm I'm excited.
2: I'm genuinely excited about this. I think it's going to be pretty cool. One of the things that I don't understand all the the flippity flops and all that kind of stuff, you'll forgive me, but it's going to be
1: 10.7 teraflops. So it's more powerful than the PlayStation 4 Pro and the Xbox One X combined. Like that's if you put both of those consoles together, this is w- more powerful than that.
2: I can't remember what the actual numbers were, but it was like it was ten point six something point, tera- yeah. six point, and then four point two for PlayStation, six point you know three or whatever it was. So I mean, ten point seven teraflops for the Google Stadia. Just be all the servers are doing all the work. Yeah,
1: so that's the cool thing with Stadia too is it's it's expandable and where so as games get bigger and require <laughs> more power. At first, maybe it's just using one Stadia um, to stream the game to your computer. But down the road, what they can do is, oh, this game's a little bit bigger and more powerful. Now there's two Stadias working together. Now there's five Stadias, ten Stadias. So, like, the idea is if it actually lasts longer than a year or two, ten years down the road, they never have to upgrade their hardware. All they have to do is maintain it. And basically, as games get bigger, well, instead of just... um, one stadia doing the work. Well now they can just say, okay, ten stadias it takes ten stadias to stream the game to your one computer or whatever. See,
2: they were also talking which I thought was really great. They were talking uh about it eventually being in eight K, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, I that's that's interesting. I don't know. That's that's crazy. because like, 'cause eight K is like not even a thing yet, but they're already like, Hey, we're planning on supporting eight K with hundred twenty plus frames per second. It's like, okay, Google, you do you. You got the money, I guess. <laughs> Um, my biggest excitement too is even if this whole thing comes out and, like, say Google loses interest and everything shuts down and flops, they are still Google doing this is pushing Xbox and Sony to do their thing. Like, so even if Google like loses interest or like, eh, it's not our thing, we're shutting it down. I guarantee you, Xbox and PlayStation won't shut down. And they'll just run with it and then they'll be back on top or whatever. Like if anything, it's just furthering the game kind of uh, the gaming sphere, the kind of gaming culture and industry in a way that like it never would have moved otherwise. Like obviously Microsoft was already heading that direction. Like they've been working on their Project Scarlet and Game Pass and all that for a while. But Google jumping in and being like, hey, we're we're joining this fight Um, It's definitely going to kick them both in the butt. Oh, definitely. It doesn't even need to be
2: said, but competition breeds innovation. So when somebody is bringing the fight to you, you're going to give your best. And that's, that's absolutely what's happening. That's why I alluded to it a little while ago that Xbox and PlayStation all of a sudden start coming out with stuff right after the Google Stadia. Stadia dominated this past week. This well, was a big week.
1: Microsoft didn't come out after. Microsoft has been a thing for about six months.
2: But the leak came out.
1: So the all but the leak, the all digital thing is different than the streaming thing. The streaming XCloud has been around for about six months still. So so that just just a little caveat. But PlayStation has definitely been more vocal with yeah, with their state of play and um so this is actually something that I talk to you about I know originally I was I think I was saying to you Xbox I think will be fine with this big push for the streaming future because they're already working on xCloud but originally obviously this is before I had thought about it and I'd listen to a couple podcasts but I was like PlayStation might not be around in the next couple years like if they can't figure this stuff out the streaming stuff because they haven't announced they've never talked once um about uh about any sort of streaming i don't know platform that they're even developing or even touching um i was like maybe they won't exist in like three or four years like because people are going to move on from the physical console and it'll be so much easier just to have a streaming box but then i was listening to kind of funny podcast and they talked about it on there and it, i was just instantly like oh duh like I, I don't know why i never thought of this they bought uh, Gaikai back in the day early 2010s um, I forget what year it was which was a streaming game streaming service and they've actually had that since about I don't know 2012, 2013 when the PS4 came out and they've had a service called PlayStation Now it's been a thing since you know since then since the beginning of PS4 um, and it originally was just on the PlayStation 4 where you could stream PlayStation 3 games but today, like it's still around, and not only can you play PlayStation Three games on your PlayStation Four, but they're starting to put PlayStation Four games on there that you can play on your PlayStation Four, and you can play on your play- on your computer on your PC. There's a PlayStation Now app for your PC, so you can technically go home. Um, I think if you buy month to month, it's about thirty bucks a month. It's a lot, but if you pay for a whole year, it comes out to about. Uh, I think it's like nine or ten dollars a month. So if you pay like hundred twenty bucks up front or something, it comes up to about ten bucks a month, and then uh, you can you know play all these games on your computer or on your PlayStation. So after I heard that, I'm like, oh, I totally. But it's one of those things where like PlayStation has never talked about it. They never push it. There's no advertisements, so people don't know about it. And, like even I forgot about it. the PlayStation, the, the Sony <laughs> pony over here. Right. I had forgotten about this PlayStation now. So. After hearing that, I was just like, okay, there's there's a chance for Sony. We'll see if they can actually turn the ship around and do something with it, though.
2: Maybe they found that, that the way that they're doing it hasn't been something major. They haven't made any money on it. The People haven't been interested in it. But it's also they haven't provided up until recently any good uh, recent games. It's been PS3. And what one of the things that they have said over and over again is people are not interested in playing old games. It's just that's one of the reasons they, why they- They say
1: that, but then like Xbox Game, Game Pass is all old games and it's killing it. So it's a weird thing. Either way, I'm stoked for this streaming future. I'm stoked for Google Stadia to try that out. It'll be interesting to see how, how all this turns out in the next year. Because a lot of these things, I feel like, are probably coming out this year.
2: Yeah, let's see what it looks like. Let's, You know, I'm excited about it. I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much. <laughs> but but honestly, this could be a really, really good thing. And and the games might potentially be, depending on how they structure it, they might have a streaming service, maybe have some indie games, some, you know, smaller games or whatever on a streaming, you know, $10 a month type of thing or $5, whatever, whatever. Uh, and then maybe the games themselves may be a little cheaper. I mean, they're not having to, to put the, the money into manufacturing physical discs. They're not, I mm. mean, obviously they have to develop them and stuff. Right. But Google's got enough money and enough know how to put a lot of money into it. And they might try to make it cheaper to make it more affordable. I, yeah, I've, I've I wouldn't said, be
1: surprised if because the lack of physical, like hardware, because mm. that's most companies lose money on hardware. And then printing discs cost money. Yeah, I you hear that
2: constantly. that I, Xbox I be Xbox if it's like 30, loses money bucks for a game or something. Yeah, Xbox loses money on every console that it
1: sells. Yeah. that's not well, where they and make Sony their money. Sony does too. Yeah, that hardware kills people. Yeah, you're spot on with that.
2: Yeah, but thank you. I want you to remember that. That when I was spot on on something.
1: Yeah, no hardware kills. They they ma- they make their games or they make their money through their subscription services like PlayStation Now and Xbox Gold. And by selling like first party games and stuff and are taking a cut of the games from third party developers, like that's how they make their money. Their consoles, they they all lose money on that.
2: I'm excited about this. I hope that you guys listening to the podcast are excited about this. What do you guys think? Tell us what you think. Tell us if this is something that you want to get into, if you think that there is a future in it. Uh, leave comments on our social media or send us direct messages. Um, send us questions. we We'd love to answer your questions here on the podcast. Um, I, I would like to get some of your guys's feedback on this stuff as well.
1: yeah, we we usually have a question of the show segment, but we haven't gotten questions from people in probably a good month or two. So if you guys have questions or even just comments that you want us to speculate and talk uh, talk about, uh, you can, you know, yeah, send those through social media or go to our website, the contact us section. Um, and then we can maybe bring those up next week talking about your guys' thoughts on Google Stadia.
0: This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan.
1: jump into this Captain Marvel Impressions. I saw it Saturday night, and uh, I went into it kind of unsure. Um, I guess I'd heard I'd heard great things. I had heard mediocre things. So I was just like, okay, what am I getting going into this right now? Um, I, I just didn't know what exactly to expect. Um, but what I got... I'm really happy about it. I was super stoked after this movie. Like, I came out so excited, had so much fun. Um, way better than I expected it to be. Again, I was just like, I don't know, I'm so unsure about this. I've heard so many mixed reviews and complaints, and but then, like, praise. And so, coming out and just loving it, it was, it was the best. Like, I don't know. Ooh, that's awesome. It was so good. I don't know if it's the best Marvel movie I've seen, but I just it has been a while since I've come out of a Marvel movie feeling like this pumped other than like last it's been when Black
2: Panther came out, you had a, you had a similar reaction that you yeah. really enjoyed that one a lot.
1: Yeah. But like, yeah, Black Panther and like Infinity War, they both came out over a year ago. So it's just like, it's been a while since we've had like a good, any movie where I've come out and been like stoked about Oh well, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse that got me pumped. I was on, I was high on that train for about two or three weeks at least. Um, but, uh, no, Captain Marvel was a ton of fun. Uh, it's a cool origin story, uh, which we haven't gotten a lot of those since, you know, 2008 when we got Iron Man and we got Thor and we got Captain Mar- uh, Captain America and we got, like, all those old, you know, uh, I guess, what do you call them? Yeah, the origin stories. Um so it's been a while since we've gotten any other than like Black Panther and stuff like that. But even those weren't like origin story. Like Black Panther is kind of already in in a suit doing his thing. Um, so this was kind of a cool take. Uh, it was a fun story. It actually had a really cool twist in it that I did not expect. Um, that yeah, I'm definitely not going to spoil it for you guys. But I, I really enjoyed the, the story. But uh, I'm looking at Metacritic. It only has a 64 on Metacritic. Hmm. Uh, I don't agree with that. I think this movie was fantastic. I would give it... If I was to rate it on a 10-point scale, which technically I said I wasn't going to rate it, I was just going to give you impressions, but um, I would give it probably like a 7.9 out of 10. Whoa!
2: Wow, so it was really good.
1: Like, I don't know. Yeah, it was like... Not quite like great, but it was like right there.
2: What did what did you say about Black Panther last year? I thought you gave it a pretty high.
1: Black Panther, I really enjoyed. Um, I I love so much about that. With the soundtrack was killer. Uh, I really enjoyed um, the the bad guy Killmonger. Um and I also really liked uh I don't know just the overall story was kind of neat of Wakanda or um uh T'Challa coming into his own as king and yeah Wakanda be kind of becoming this new nation under a new king and that type of thing. Um so yeah I I really loved it for that. The main reason I would give this kind of a little bit lower marks just a little bit under that uh, is because the soundtrack um not, not that great. So it takes place in the '90s, and I feel like they tried. <laughs> I feel why. like they tried to do the like Guardians of the Galaxy thing, where they intersperse like random hits. But the '90s didn't necessarily have great hits. Like at one point, like randomly, it felt random to me. Uh, Come as You Are by Nirvana comes on. I'm like, I love this jam. Doesn't really fit. Like I don't really know what's going on now. <laughs> um, she there's a big fight at the end where she's finally like i'm captain marvel and i know what my freaking powers are i'm gonna kick all your butts um and uh oh what song is it it was just a really cheesy um it was i'm just a girl by no
2: doubt Gwen stefani uh
1: is it gwen stefani
2: i'm just girl in the world
1: i think that's the one yeah yeah, so that was a song. I was like, I heard the song before. I knew the title, but what I didn't know who it was. What was in the 90s, okay, Yeah, <laughs> I was, it was one of those things where I heard the song. I'm like, I know that song. I've heard this before. I don't know who it was by, but yeah, that's it. Was just like this you is me. Yeah, it was <laughs> know, really cheesy. Like for for this big fight sequence, yeah. I'm like, this isn't this. No, yeah, uh, it's a little on good. the nose. A little too like, yeah. So the soundtrack wasn't great for it, um, but I mean, the action was incredible. Man, her powers are insane. I knew nothing about Captain Marvel going into this movie. But after watching this, I'm like, oh, Thanos, you watch your back. Like, she's going to kick your butt. Whoa, really? Because, like, Thanos is a big bad guy, obviously, in in the main franchise, like, so far. Um, And uh, the way Infinity War ends, it just seems so bleak and, like, this is it. Like, how can they possibly come back from this? Like, there's no way the current Avengers can possibly... You know fix this but after seeing this it's like oh okay so when she shows up now in Endgame uh, it's I would it, I don't know how they couldn't win like she has insane powers um, so go watch this movie for sure it's definitely a must-see in theaters like it was fun seeing on the big screen this just the sound design and everything with everything like flying around you, her flying through space with battles going on that type of thing like it was still definitely worth seeing in theaters um, Samuel L. Jackson is fantastic as a young uh, Nick Fury because um, he plays Nick Fury in the newer movies, but to see him like obviously like with makeup and digital effects and stuff, they make him look younger. and It doesn't look cheesy, like he actually looks good. It doesn't look like doesn't look like computer generated. Mm-hmm. Um, so like he has like a little bit of hair and stuff and uh, it's before he loses his eye. So in this movie, you actually find out, OK, how does Nick Fury lose his eye? Like, how, how why does he have the eye patch and? Yeah, it, it was great. It was really good. And it had really good comedic moments as well. Like it was like just as with all the Marvel movies, there's just those really good funny moments in there. So Very cool. Go see this. as a must-see <clears throat> in theaters. Um, cool. Uh. Do you want to talk real quick on what you played? I know <laughs> yeah. I know, you picked up a new game for I the weekend.
2: I picked up a new game this weekend, and that would be Marvel's Spider-Man. Yeah,
1: and, it's about time.
2: Dude, so much fun. I stayed up, Um, I want to say Friday night. Friday night, I had a, a buddy come over, and uh, we played, and my son got to play some too. And my son was laughing at us, saying he could play better than us. And so I was like, okay, dude. All right, you bet. You want to try? Go ahead. And I was fully prepared to like smack talk on him. And dude, he was so much better. Like, <laughs> so much better. It is so much fun. It's really similar to, I know you're going to get upset. It's got a similar playability to the Batman games. It's
1: okay. So, just to clarify earlier, JJ kind of told me his thoughts on Spider Man and the tone of his voice. Over the phone, at least it was hard to. Uh, maybe it was just maybe it's just you, the
2: you could not read real yeah. like the inflection. I promise you. But the
1: way it sounded is like this was a negative thing. Like uh, like it almost sounded like, uh, this just is, is this another Batman? Is this a, not, kind kind of like how that's not how we said it? i right. right. I'll, that's not. But that's just how it came across. Yeah. Over the phone is almost like similar to like what your son says like it's just a copy of Fortnite yeah you got like, so
2: heated at me I'm like what, dude that's, that's not what, when I'm he a- said it's just a
1: copy of Batman the Arkham games like I got so heated like I was like ready to fight JJ through the phone like I told him I was like if we were in person I probably would have just punched you in the face. Because you, like, you made it sound like that was such a negative thing.
2: Yeah, no. And then,
1: and then you're like, no, 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 wait, 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 let me explain. And then I, you're like, it's not necessarily a negative critique. It's just I'm just explaining what it feels like. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. Like, that's just a superhero game in general. Like, there are obviously going to be similarities in gameplay. So yeah. I'm not mad at you anymore. <laughs> it's just the way you said it earlier. I was just like, why is that a bad thing? Like, Arkham was great. And I feel like Superman, I don't know, Superman, Spider-Man does it like 10 times better. Like, they took the, that Batman- Fighting mechanic yeah. and just Absolutely. polished it to a perfect shine.
2: Absolutely agree. But, and yeah. so, so Bill, just to clarify that, <laughs> Bill was Bill was in the van with me at the time, and he heard me describing it to you too, and he said, "No, you sound like really negative about it. I didn't mean it as a critique at all. I actually loved the game. I thought it was a lot of fun. I just saw the similarities in the gameplay. Right. That was it. It just seemed like a, like an updated version of Batman, being that you're running around in a city." Going from place to place, you have an objective, but you can also go out into the open world and you smash and beat them up with some of the bad guys. And you go to another area. Also, some of the climbing around in the ducting stuff that's in some of the Batman games. So that's why I was like, it just feels very similar to a Batman game. Wasn't a bad thing. I love the Batman games. So this was a much better story, much more updated graphics. I just. Maybe, <laughs> hey, it's kind of like the Batman game. I mean- and Dude, you went off on me, man. I thought, like, for sure, Gary's going to kick my butt the next time I see you.
1: <laughs> well, because, it, yeah, it was just a weird comparison in my head because I also, like, yeah, it feels like a Batman game, but then you could also argue, like, technically it feels like every video game. Like, Batman's not the only video game to feel like that. That's that's just a video game trope, like climbing through the the vents. Like, Metal Gear Solid also does that. So you could technically say Spider-Man is just like Metal Gear Solid. But it's not. It's nothing like... That's the thing. Like, So you saying that almost like seemed like JJ doesn't know what he's talking about. He shouldn't even be on the. podcast I don't podcast know what anymore. I'm
2: talking about. I shouldn't be on the po- but, I
1: know. but no, once you explain yourself, I'm like, okay. I was like, obviously, you're going to compare it to things you know, though. You've played the Batman Arkham series. So obviously, that's what you're going to compare it to. Where like yeah. if I was explaining it, I would probably say, yeah, the battle mechanics are like that. But the gameplay... I would say the gameplay is like... Not the gameplay, but the open world aspect is nothing like Batman. I would say the open world aspect is... Even closer to like, um, I don't know. Just with the, how big the open world is. Uh, yeah. If you ever played an infamous game, or I don't know, I feel like has a vast like as big as New York City is in that game. Like it's basically like a Red Dead Redemption two. Size world yeah, it's, <laughs> but it's new york city it's yeah, pretty cool
2: super fun game i've been having a blast i played it quite a bit on friday night a little bit of saturday and then also red dead redemption i got to chapter five yep i went to guarma and i have been having a blast with that game and i uh i don't want to ruin the story because i know you haven't played it and you probably never will if you're a fake gamer but <laughs> dude it's it's so much fun i i just i love the game so much i can't I had to go back because I'm like I need to finish it. I need to not be like Garrett and just walk away. (laughs) So I also played a little tiny bit of Resident Evil, nice too. Yeah, I got a little bit of that uh, played up. I just didn't get to get very far. Um, I stayed up kind of late, and I did have my wife there for
1: support. Yeah, just moral support. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Oh, I also played a lot of Apex Legends because a battle pass came out. I bought that right away, day one. Uh, I'm only up to, like, level four or five. No, I hit hit five last night. Um, Loving it. Loving the new character, Octane. I haven't been able to play as him, but playing with him is awesome. Uh, And I'm also up to three wins. I think it was Friday night I got my first win. And then uh, with my buddy Sterling and his buddy Josh. So I don't know Josh, but I met him through Sterling. And so I'm like, oh, he's got to be cool. Sterling's pretty cool. Uh, And... uh,
2: is that what prefaces cool?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then the other two wins were also with those two, Sterling and Josh, and that was just last night. So pretty crazy. I'm Apex Legends Pro. So if <laughs> anyone wants to play with me, hit me up on PlayStation Network, PSN. My uh, uh, PlayStation name is Breaking Prime, all one word, and uh, we can uh, we can do some squads together.
2: Yeah, because he never plays with me or anything, so. Yeah,
1: well, you're just always on there <laughs> playing the Fortnites, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. Your your family is anyways. Yeah, I know. It... Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for listening this week um, to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. Uh, remember, you can find us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys over there. If you really love what we do each and every week, um, bringing you the cool news and our takes on it, bringing you reviews on movies like Captain Marvel, um... Go over there, and uh, if you have it and you're willing, like that'd be awesome. We would be super appreciative if you even just go to the site, and then even more so if you have a couple bucks to toss, that'd be cool. And again, there's different perks at different levels. Anything from getting a virtual high five up to you know making up a segment for our show. Uh, If you think about it, and you have it like two minutes, go to iTunes. You can review us there. Leave five stars. Write up your little review. Tell us why you think you know. JJ's funny and why I'm boring or something. I don't know. That's what I feel like everyone else does. That's but.
2: not true at all. They always say that you're the sex appeal of the show. I don't. I don't know why. I'm pretty good
1: looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a good thing they can't actually see us because I feel like uh, I did think that was weird that I kept getting those. I'm like, how do they know what we look like? Yeah, how do they know? Are they watching? Uh, you can also find us over on SuperGamerBoys.com. Um, Twitter and Instagram is at SuperGamerBoys. Facebook.com slash Super Boys. And uh, you can find us on our personal Twitters at GMorlang and JJ's at,
2: at JJ Purdam.
1: And uh, yeah, thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Thank you, you ch- Star. Check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Clothing Co. and Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Clothing. Wow. that's pretty good. Jam packed episode, and it's not much longer than our normal episode. So. Dude. You're welcome, just... listeners. <laughs> we, <laughs> you... we packed so much into this episode.
2: I wonder if you guys listen till the end. <laughs> so I hope so. When all the good stuff happens. I
1: know. Uh, if you haven't already, just one other quick plug here for our own stuff. Um, if you have a buddy who is into video games or movies or anything and they're not listening to our podcast, uh, if you just share it with them, that's that's everyone's homework this week. Is just share it with one friend. Uh I want everyone to share it with one friend. And then if you have a second to like post on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, tag us in it and be like, Hey, I just shared it with a buddy. Just let us know. That'd be cool. Dude, that would be more than cool. And if they don't know what a podcast is, even like go on their phone and show them like how to download it. Like
2: just grab their phone out of their hand. Yes. Download a podcast app, download the super gamer boys and start downloading episodes. Do it. Here's what I would do. Just do that to random people in the subway, man. Just go ahead and go onto a bus. Where there's like, do it in the hood even better. Like if you're in the hood, you know, because they play a lot of video games. So people who live in the hood, um, yeah, it would be great if you just went up to people, sort of grabbing their phone out of their hand, and I'm downloading a podcast for you to listen to. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, it. and then tag us on social media. How that that goes for you? (laughs) As soon as you get out, (laughs) you know
1: let us know but uh no that would be awesome this if all, all of our listeners just told one person like obviously how I'm, I'm not great at math but I think that would mean our listener base would double so maybe <laughs> a lot of people so just one person if you can think of anyone even that would remotely be interested in either video games and movies and TV shows or if they just like to hear funny jokes once in a while from JJ um you know do it do it cool. Grab people's phones. Just do it. Let's do it. Steal it.
2: <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you again for joining us right here at the Super Gamer Boys. I'm JJ, and he's Garrett.
1: And we will see you on the flippity flop. Damn it.